What's up? <laughs> What's up, people? I don't fucking know what to say anymore. It's been such a long time. Uh, this is Project Kayfabe. I hope you guys can hear me. This this fucking theme song is loud. I forgot how loud it could fucking get. Uh, thinking about changing it, but I don't know. So, welcome to Project Kayfabe, a pro wrestling and pop culture podcast. I'm the host, Joe, with my co-host here, Finn. He's Finn. How you doing, Finn? I'm um, do- doing great. It's uh, It's been too long since we've uh, been on the airwaves, but I'm uh, very excited. You know, talk Loki and, you know, just shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Yeah, it's been a while. So I think our, like, last episode, if I am uh, correct, let me check. Like, it, it was it was back in May. It was uh, May 1st was our last episode. That was a little bit over two months ago. Well, actually, no, about about to be two months. Yeah, about to be. Feels like it's been two months though, because we literally started all of May. So May and June, yeah. So it's been a while. If uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. So as I said, we're a pro wrestling podcast. That it's also a pop culture podcast. So uh, with our schedule that we're working on, Fridays you're listening today or whenever the fuck you're listening, Friday is when we talk about pop culture. And when we mean pop culture, we mean, like, movies, TV, anything that's, like, in the news. Honestly, anything that's just interesting, I just define that as pop culture. And that's what we do here. That's what we do. We just shoot the shit, talk about whatever the hell we want. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. It doesn't really matter. Um, And then Mondays, that'll be the pro wrestling time. So me and my boy Quade, we might get Finn in there a little bit more. Um, so we're bringing the pro wrestling on the Monday, so you have two episodes a week. Um, it was pretty fun when we were first doing it, but after a while, I was getting uh, I was getting drained because I started a new job, and then also I was just like running out of ideas. But I'm more motivated now. I want to get into this again. I want to do this. So uh, pretty excited to get the podcast back open. We're gonna change shit up. We're gonna try and make it better. Maybe you know. So when, uh, when I look at the result from last time, let's see. I was just going over this with Finn. I'll go over it with you people. We had about 3,186 plays out of all. That's a lot. I didn't never expect that to happen. That's huge. Um, each episode varied. We, you know, we were in the 60s and 70s at some point I'm looking at. That's fucking crazy. Our geographic location, United States, 99%. Let's go USA. You know, sometimes not really. I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. 73% of the people are from New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, wow. We've got 99% of people are from North Bergen, New Jersey, actually. You can even go even more specific. Wow. I did not know that. I then we like got Washington. Area, but we got Washington. Area. Washington State. Seattle. We got ah. people from Seattle. That's Shout out, Seattle. Cool. Yeah, hope, hope, hope the Supersonics come back. <laughs> ah, in, in in New York. Oh, look at that. We got uh, we got Brooklyn. I wonder who that was. <laughs> we got the Bronx. We got Huntington Station. I know oh, who that no. is. Good God, <laughs> our boy Tom. Ah, Yorktown Heights. Uh, mm. And we got a nice old Greg in there. One Poughkeepsie. Who the hell in Poughkeepsie is listening to this podcast? Probably Tom when he goes to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. We got Ohio represented here, Texas. I don't know. I'm scared to go to Texas now that they have anyone to have a gun there. Virginia, 
you know, it's cool. But then we're even like, we're international. We got Canada, but we're also intercontinental. Then we got Germany, the United ah. Kingdom. I don't know how to pronounce your country. Taiwan, Mexico, Ireland. Let's see where from Germany. Hess. Hass? Hess? I don't know. There's some people listening. Anyway, we got some good people over there listening. It was a big male podcast. We got 89% males listening, 11% females. And then when we jump into the age, the age range is kind of interesting. About 15% is from 18 to 22-year-olds. The biggest margin is 23 to 27 with 80%. Then we got some 28 to 34-year-olds. That's 1%. Mm. Two percent, thirty-five to forty-four, Ooh. and then a very interesting one: forty-five to fifty-nine. We got one percent. So, like, there's like one person who's like fifty-two, probably listening to the podcast. Nice, that's nice. dope. It's for all ages. <laughs> I think so. But anyway, we're gonna try and be interesting again. We're gonna try and do some stuff, change the colors. You know, now we're now instead of red, we're blue. Yeah. I like that. Well, cool. I, I went cool. for the UNC blue. I, yeah. I like that blue. No, the, you can't go wrong with the baby blue type look at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just looks so nice off the black. So we're going to be doing that. That's We got a new logo. We're going to be nicer. On, we're not nicer. We're going to be more on social media. We're going to talk about more stuff. We're going to make it more interesting. Uh, but today's episode, as you're listening, we're talking about Loki episode one, two, and three. And it should be interesting to talk about that. You know, but uh, before we get started, you know, let's catch, let's catch up. I mean, well, Finn and I have caught, caught up, but uh, let's talk about ourselves for a little bit. People could get to know us a little bit more. How's life, Finn? What's up? Tell the people uh, what you're up to. Uh, you know, just uh, chilling at the moment. Uh, people don't know, I currently work for the, the New York Mets, uh, doing like fan fest and all that stuff. You know, the, Met, the Mets have been a big part of my life, so it just makes sense that I work for them. And hey, they're doing well right now. That's all I'm saying. So, and they have number great, one. They have a great home record, and I, 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 you know, just saying. I think you might I, have little, something to do with. I, it. I have a big part of that. It's all because of me, honestly. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, that's really I'm big, big sports guy. Uh, also huge pop culture, as we said. A little wrestling. That's why I might go on with you and Claude because I'm more of the. I'm the casual wrestling viewer, you know. Yeah, that, nowadays it's okay to be one because honestly, sometimes I don't give a shit about wrestling. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm I'm like one of those fans that I think Vince McMahon tries to like lure, but he just can't because some of the storylines are just so stupid. So that's why I've honestly uh, kind of stopped watching a little bit because everything's everything's just all over the place. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. Um, but hey, you know, Finn's working for the Mets. Mets are number one somehow. First, first number one. And they got all oh, the yeah. fucking injuries in the world, but yet they're still first fucking place. Unbelievable. But, uh, uh, yeah. I won't apologize. <laughs> for myself, you know, just living life, you know, working, working for a nice uh, agency, uh, advertising agency. That's all I'm really going to say about it. It's pretty dope. Uh, but besides that, um, you know, just been chilling, you know, just got a new TV, which has been pretty cool. Watching some more movies, I'd say. You know, I, I've been getting into a big uh, Jack Black kick recently. I watched Tenacious D for the first time ever, and I've always heard great things, and I've always heard I've heard some of the songs. I'm like, I really dig when it's like, 
just like the, the dynamic they got. Two guys on a guitar just fucking going along with it and just making the most dumbest fucking songs. Like, it reminds me of that one episode in Family Guy where Peter and Quagmire made a little band and they're yeah. talking and they're just singing around and shit like that. Or, you know, I think Peter, he did a song. He's like, credit card debt, credit card debt. <laughs> It was a funny one, but um, so that was cool listening, watching Tenacious D for the first time. Even on my way home the other day, I was like listening to the soundtrack because it's so fucking good. Um, then I watched Tropic Thunder again because it's it's a fucking it's an amazing movie in terms of just comedy because of how stupid it is. Especially it just you know the movie is gonna be great when it starts off with just all of their trailers in the beginning of how ridiculous it is. That's probably the the best opening to a like it's I think my favorite comedy of all time and it's probably the best opening of just having the most ridiculous trailers ever to start off. Uh, I, I the it, the the Satan's Alley one is just. Oh my amazing. god, it is beautiful. <laughs> Toby Maguire. Apparently, he did this for uh, he did that for uh, it was something he like promised he'd do for uh i think ben stiller and probably robert downey jr apparently is like oh no ben stiller and somebody else fuck they were in a movie together that's why he's like yeah i'll do it for you guys you know why not <laughs> yeah and but, also the fact that ben stiller directs that it's just not any fucking kills it's also it's just the the cast of characters and just the actors in general is amazing it, mcconaughey before like the mcconaughey where he became like one of the best actors in the world plays just a fucking a dumbass agent pretty much and he's fucking hilarious yeah and what's funny is too like this is i want to say like this is probably like in the middle because before you know when he started doing all these crazy good movies he was just that rom-com guy you Mm -hmm. know and then next thing you know he was in this movie i don't remember if there was anything else in between but you can tell he's fucking hilarious in that one, especially spoiler alert, because, I don't know, if you haven't seen it, just fucking watch it. Right. It's been out for years. Like, when he fucking pops up out of fucking nowhere yeah. at the end scene, he's like, I got, got the team. Yeah. He saves him. His entire oh. character is just trying to get Ben Stiller, TiVo, in the fucking jungle, pretty much. That's all he does. And, of course, he deals with the the best character in the entire movie, Les Grossman, Les Grossman a- 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 Tom Cruise. Oh my God! And the, like that's it's, and Tom Cruise is one of like the most known actors in the past like thirty years, whatever. This is, and I I actually really enjoy most of the Mission Impossible. This is by far my favorite role of his because he just he's he's never as funny in this and just goes balls to the walls. Like he asked for all the shit. He asked for the big hands him to be his dancing and everything like that's he it was all him and he made it great he 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 needs to do more stuff like that i'd say like because now he's just really like the jack preacher or like the uh the mission impossible guy but like he should do some comedies and shit like that because that was that was great and didn't expect that like at all (laughs) but um big jack black moment right now I'm probably going to watch in the next day or two uh, School of Rock because it's been years uh, and I always like that movie and just anything like Jack Black for being just like this, you know, stupid actor that does like he's been keeping himself relevant over the last couple of years. Like he is very interesting to hear like when him play music, like mm-hmm. he's fucking got a gift. Like the fact that like Tenacious D has toured around so many places and like, you know, it's just so cool. So 
been watching that. What else have I watched? I told you earlier I watched some Drunk History for the first time. That's fucking dope. It's drunk guys telling people about, like, you know, history. Like, I didn't fucking know Al Capone died of syphilis. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. I did not know that. And then the talking about Jack Black, actually, the uh, Elvis, when Elvis goes to Nixon because he wants a fucking, like, narcotics badge so he could be, like, because apparently he could just get that somehow. And, like, he's fucking here, like, stopping people, selling drugs and shit like that. Like, and it's played by Jack Black. Jack Elvis was Jack Black. And I don't know. Is this? A, I've only seen two episodes so far, but I'm gonna keep watching that show for sure. And anything else? I saw, saw, saw Sonic for the first time. Pretty fucking good in terms of video game movies. It was dope. I liked it. People, I've heard like I was reading some reviews and people were like, ah, oh, I'm so st-, like shitty. I'm like, I don't know. It's a fucking kids movie, and I fucking enjoyed it as an adult. Like I thought it was dope and the dynamic between Sonic and uh. His boy, he got old him a donut lord. It was dope. Yeah. No, no honestly, like, that's, uh, I thought it was like, you know, for like everyone, there's like the big like video game movie curse where there's like the no, no good like, ones. Great. I was, there's been like, I guess, good, but like there's not been a great. And like this is, it wasn't great. Jim Carrey's performance, I feel like, was great because he just Dude. went into the role and like was Jim Carrey, which I mean, like, never fails to this point, I feel. And... He was, like, full Jim Carrey. He was, like, a version of, like, if you could combine, like, Ace Ventura, The Mask, and, like, I don't know what character he does. Maybe it's, like, uh, I don't know, more of an asshole character. Maybe, like, yeah. Yes Man in the beginning, like, where he's kind of just a dick and just a shitty guy. All combined in one. It was beautiful. No, he, it, the man... You know, is a comedic genius, so he made it work. It, it, to me, it feels like very similar, like kind of vibes to Detective Pikachu in a way. Yeah, like, that was that, good like, too. Like that's what they were like good to like, probably someone say like really good like, and that's really what the these should be. It's like it's a movie about Sonic. Like everyone loves the video games growing up, but like the movie could be whatever it wants, and you know they did they did a good job, and they did so well again a sequel. Yeah, they're working on the sequel. Apparently, because I think of Detective Pikachu, but that's a different studio, but Sonic, I'm pretty sure there's another video game like movie in the works. I want to probably say like Mario or something. I know apparently there's like this idea that might go around that, you know, everything has a universe. You know, there's this universe, there's the Marvel universe, DCU. I don't know. There was that dark universe at one time, like the Frankenstein and all this shit. There apparently might be a Smash Bros. universe movie at some point. And, like, it might make a fucking shit ton of money, honestly, if they do it right. I'd, I'd fucking watch it because it just seems like, hey, that could be cool. Fucking actual good Mario movie, not the one that came out fucking... Have you ever seen, like, now, clips I've of that movie? I've never seen it, but I hear that... It how Like, I want to see it because of how bad it is. Like, Either watch it or watch the uh, Mr. Sunday movies, like, Caravan of Garbage on it. It is fucking hysterical, just, like, looking at it. But, I don't know, they might do a fucking universe like that. That could be interesting. And that, that's yeah, just yeah. also really smart because that's that's worldwide. Mario, oh. like... Uh, Mario plus, like, Smash Bros. The fucking community is huge. Like that, just that a bunch would... of guys that don't shower and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they'll all go to the fucking theater for that fucking shit if you just put like a semi-decent mario movie that's gonna make fucking i don't know how much sonic made i think i think sonic actually last year was the 
highest grossing like quote unquote I think superhero movie of it was yeah technically yeah <laughs> because I think it just had you better than Birds of Prey really that's it from last year <laughs> and maybe I guess Wonder Woman in, in a sense but that still wasn't really fully open fuck Wonder Woman mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> I was looking at the fucking uh, soundboard I'm like how can I bring that one back and there you go yeah. you, you said it <laughs> yeah I, I did a nice uh, alley-oop right there but yeah that's literally that whole sound is the reason I don't think Zack Snyder, the Justice League, like Snyder Cut wasn't like amazing as people say. Cause that fucking, that ruins a good battle movie for him. So it was on and on and on. That and the slow mos. But honestly, I'm at some point I might rewatch that movie again. I know, like, you know, I love talking about like um, Saving the Bees, Bardock. He's fucking already seen that shit like four or five times, which is wild to me because that's four hours of fucking movie like yeah. that, that's a lot of time on his i mean he's a content creator so it makes sense he got this much time but like jesus christ that's a whole lot of movie but hey at least at least it fixed what the fucking snyder i mean josh Whedon cut did but we don't need to talk about that we yeah, talked about it in a previous episode yeah i mean you could go back and watch it i might get rid of some of the old catalog anyway you know we're starting from fresh this is gonna be episode one we're starting again fuck it yeah so, Nothing ever happened. It was great after a while, but then I was like, eh, I was half the half. I felt like I was just half acid. So we're doing it again, which but means you, now so we're does this mean this mean I we never watch Project Power because I wouldn't mind that actually if that was the case. <laughs> it's actually funny because I went to when I was looking at Anchor because it was sponsored by Anchor. Maybe I'll add the sponsorship a little bit later. Maybe not. I don't know. But um, when I was like getting rid of episodes at first, I'm like, let me get rid of. And then I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. Maybe I'm not. And then I was like, I unpublished the episode one our first mm-hmm. ever episode i'm like right, let me take this off because it was probably it was a shitty episode probably because it was two hours long and then i put it back up but then because i put it back up it got published all the way like it's like the first episodes now our latest episode on yeah, no. like everything i got like it shows up on my like itunes so yeah it keeps it's popping up for me too i'm like oh god but uh <laughs> No, we've still seen Project Power, but it's not going to be on our Instagram. I cleaned the Instagram out, too, so it won't be ever on there, but maybe I'll re It's episode one. It might get re-released at some point. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a, a Finn cut on episode <laughs> one where uh-huh. he just only takes out Project Power. Well, or I bet we just do episode one, version two. V2? Matt Hardy V2? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out, but... um. Probably episode one, which means, you know, episode 69 got pushed back all the fucking way. Well, no, it's good, because then we built more and more suspense. Yeah, then we do it again, where we change it up again. So then we never get to it, and people are like, when the fuck are they going to do it? Mm -hmm. You know? I think that's the most I could think about of, like, shit I've seen recently. Oh, I saw The Strangers. Have you heard of that scary movie? Oh, that's, that's, like, probably one like my favorite scary movies and also like the most scared I've ever been. Really? When did you watch it? Because I feel like I, I watched this like two weeks ago with Lauren and I fucking hated it. Yeah. It was, I, mean, like, like, I, I, I watched it like right when it came out. It was, it was fucking suspenseful as fuck. I feel it was suspenseful. I'll give it that, but it was like overhyped for me. I'll, I'll give it that much. Cause I kept hearing like, Oh, it's so fucking good. And then I bought the unrated version of it. And 
I don't know. It just didn't do it enough for me. Like, I don't know. But um, I get the suspense part. I will say that. I will say that. Listen, I'm not a horror guy, so that's why I like. I also, I'm definitely not offended because I don't, I don't care that much about horror and, to begin with. But <laughs> I, do, I do remember enjoying that. Oh, oh yeah! I saw ten things I hate about you in a drive uh, drive through uh, a couple uh, two weeks ago. You know, ten things I hate about you. You know, yeah, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger Joseph Gordon Levitt. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Never yeah. seen it before. Good fucking movie. It's one of those you know '90s movies and shit like that. I watched Clueless the other day. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat came out. We never talked about it though. I, I never it's... watched it, so it's all good. Uh, I saw Spiral. That was uh, good for Chris Rock. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I saw um, Quiet Place 2. That was dope as shit. Quiet Place 2, dope as shit. I think that's most of the most notable things I can say of what I've seen. Yeah, your turn, Phil. <laughs> uh, uh, so things I've watched, uh, the biggest thing, like, I, I think, from what I remember, I, I rewatched Rest of Development again because that shows just the first three seasons. It's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen, so I had I always like to rewatch that. Uh, something new that I watched uh, on Netflix, uh, Kim's Convenience. Uh, oh yeah, I, you recommended that. I, I really enjoyed it. It's not like it's nothing special. It's nothing like amazing. It's kind of like, uh, it's it's a like a poor man's Shit's Creek kind kind of thing, because it's also technically Canadian and everything. It's just a Korean family in Toronto with a convenience store. And it's just, it's, a, it's an enjoyable show to watch. It's like comfort food type deal. And uh, the guy uh, who's going to be uh, Shang-Chi is uh, one of the main actors in it. So that's kind of also what uh, interests me. And it's only five, five seasons, 13 episodes each season. It's a quick thing. Not, that's not bad. Yeah. Actually, talking about Shang-Chi, I just saw... There's like photos of Abomination. He's back. Yeah, we, we yeah, knew he was coming back for She-Hulk, but he's back early. Yeah, there's a new uh, new trailer drop uh, today. I think it looks like I don't think it's confirmed. It looks like who he was fighting in some type of pit or whatever cage match type thing was. It looked kind of like Wong. Yeah, it looked like a sorcerer. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if Wong's gonna be involved. Bring back Wong. He, he, he's great. Uh, Another show uh, I started to watch, uh, Dave, a little bit of the FX show. It's, people say, like, it's really funny, and yes, it's lived up to the hype pretty much. Uh, I can't (laughs) believe, like, I don't really, never really listen to Little Dicky that much, but he's, I'm very surprised at how good this show is from just the, the joking rapper and how really fucking talented he is, too. So. Yeah, he definitely got a brain, you know. Yeah, it's actually funny. That's one of his songs I was mentioning to you earlier. But like, he like he's definitely creative as fuck, and it's like working out for him. Like, it got signed, and now season two's out. So like, you can tell. Like, at least like, at least if it got a season one, it got a season two. That means mm-hmm. it's some type of good. At least some people like it, you know. No, Which is it, good it, for him. Yeah, uh, and then some. I just I I haven't really watched movies, but movie I watched the other day, uh, new on HBO Max, uh, In the Heights. Kind of the, ah. the the other musical that Lin Manuel Miranda, the Spanish version did, of Hamilton, <laughs> pretty much, and it's uh, it's really it was it was really good. Uh, I think uh, it's definitely like for someone like me who uh, 
I don't even know if I've ever been to Washington Heights, honestly. But like, <laughs> uh, it, it, just, it was just a the, the way it looked because the person, the director was the same director of Crazy Rich Asians, and that movie looked fucking amazing. And you can just tell this guy knows what he's doing because the whole movie just looked. It, it, they, it, like it, it, you could see that some parts were definitely shot in New York, but they made it look not like New York shitty wise. Like they made it look really fucking nice. And, yeah, uh, the songs were really fucking good, and they had there's a little bit of Hamilton Easter eggs, which I really enjoyed. Really? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, the last thing I think we we've both seen it. I think is the biggest thing probably that's come out since the pod and uh quote-unquote ended was uh Bo Burnham's <laughs> special inside oh, inside was so fucking that, good I I I cannot stop listening to the to the songs now that it's on Spotify, Spotify too <laughs> I just I'm just on repeat just listening to them it's uh he's like he's a fucking genius it's like that I even like he it's not like, a joke. It, he, he literally is a fucking genius. <laughs> and like he, he's, he even like makes fun of himself, saying like how he tries to be pretentious and everything like that. But like he, he deserves to be that way because of how just fucking great he is. No, it was such a good special. I um, I want Lauren to watch the entire thing. I introduced Lauren to Bo Burnham, like his comedy, because she, because he's in Young Promising Woman, yeah, um, which was a really great fucking movie talked about it before on the pod um he was in there he played a love interest and she like saw him from there and i'm like well he's actually a comedian and he's even a director because he did eighth grade which turned out to be really good didn't watch it yet but uh, i showed her um the country song first and she thought that was hysterical and that's that. from i forgot which one that's from but that one's great that was uh make happy that's the only one that it's the one that's not on fucking spotify yeah that's fucking annoying but um I had her introduce, I introduced her to that. And then later on the night, I had her listen to, um, is it Heaven or a White Girl's Instagram? Well, yeah, no, that's... She, white Girl's Instagram, she felt attacked. And I'm like, oh, you, I mean... you, should, you should, you white girl. I mean, I I mean it, it was so creative and also accurate as fuck because <laughs> I loved it too that he shot it in like a square frame because that's how instagram is and all of these i'm like wow those are pretty ass photos that look legit like what i've seen on instagram before from any maris girl no no it's oh it's God. so fucking accurate and like i think my favorite line from that is that uh a quote from uh lord of the rings misinterpreted by martin luther king jr <laughs> 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 and like that I'm, definitely has happened and it's oh, just 110%. <laughs> that one is great and sexting was hilarious to me. Se- that it's sexting the fucking the oh, like pretty much the opening song just healing the world through comedy. <laughs> just it's all like just these little quotes that he says and it's just it makes you just not stop laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it was beautiful just to think about it. Like that whole fucking just thing. Just anything he puts out. I'm happy he did a special. Because I yeah. was afraid like he would never come back to do like something like that ever well, again. And he, then here he did. If it wasn't for this, he, he's done. I, I think he kind of mentioned it a little bit in the special that like he he was having like legit panic attacks after the last like an anxiety after his like last tour and said like I'm not doing stand up again. 
just like the way it makes him feel and whatever. And luckily, maybe I mean he can do this now again if he wants to. Like, just yeah, just do, do your own shit. <laughs> and like, it was still like amazing. Yeah, or do like the Dave Chappelle thing where you do like get a million trillion dollars and you just put out a Netflix special and you're good for a while, and then you yeah. sing. And then you sing um, with the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because Dave Chappelle could literally do anything. You can go anywhere and people are just, yeah, yeah, you can sing. He fucking did and creep he and perform with Foo yeah, Fighters. with Foo Fighters and sang Radiohead. Like, that was so oh, fucking what? great. Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, now you mentioned, like, uh, it's funny, you mentioned... In the Heights, and as I came in home, because my grandmother and mom were watching it together, I'm like, well, I guess if they like it, I might like it, I don't know. Then again, they also have horrible movie opinions, but it was probably, I'll trust yours, I'll trust you. I was, I, I, I just feel like people, especially like Spanish people, if they like watch it, I, I feel like it'd be hard for them not to like it, because it is... Right. As long as they stick, as long as they stick to the source material, you yeah, know. Exactly. As long as it feels like Washington Heights, as long as it feels like that. Yeah, um, I have a feeling it doesn't feel like that because they make it a little too glamorous, and that. Yeah, they definitely whitewash nowhere, the shit out of it. Nowhere, nowhere in New York is anything like glamorous and nice. And like, it, you can definitely tell, like, oh, this place probably smells nice. It doesn't. It definitely smells like this. Because it was there, it was like they make it like it's in the summer and everything. So that, everyone's sweating oh, in there. It's off. disgusting. It smells, it's it smells bad because it's that's just New York City in general. It was funny. He's um, the lead in that one from Hamilton to In the Heights to now. He's gonna be in Transformers. Yeah, they're still fucking keeping it going with Transformers again, a new movie, and he's gonna be the lead in that one. All I want to know is what happened to Shia LaBeouf, and then also why? Why is Transformers still live action movies? I think maybe because Bumblebee was good, apparently. Yeah, I think it worked out. Probably because but... John Cena was in it. That's probably why it was so good. I was like, come on, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, if they may, it doesn't matter. I think the Mark Wahlberg's one ones were terrible, but they made money. If they making money. One of my favorite things, he um, it was mentioned by uh, Mr. Sunday Movies when he did a like caravan of garbage for it, and it was like in one scene, this man like literally like a Bud Light truck gets fucking like fucked up, and like he just picks up like a fucking warm ass bottle of Bud Light, opens it on like a fucking car door, like you know like when people are trying to be cool and pop yeah. the cap off, like he did some shit like that, and he just fucking downs it. I'm like, that's not only such a Mark Wahlberg thing. I'm like, this dude's just drinking a warm ass. Bud Light, that has to taste disgusting. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. Bud Light, I like it, but any warm beer in general, I'm like that definitely tastes like piss. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I only saw. I, I don't even know what the name of the first one that Mark Wahlberg is in, The Last Night or something like that. So it I think was, it's called like Age of Extinction, Extinction or some something shit. like that. I don't know. It fucked. It was god awful. Yeah. It, at some point, I'm probably going to rewatch them all, though. <laughs> when they come yeah. out with the new one, I'll give it a try again. But it's hard to watch. <laughs> like, Especially the first couple of Transformer movies where like they didn't really know what they were doing. It kind of looked cool, but at the same time, it just looked like a bunch of gray fucking twigs fighting each other. I mean, it was but, the, the first one was good. All the Michael Bay ones, because 
Michael Bay loves explosions. And oh yeah, the makes titties sense. and shit. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> that's right. That's pretty much also a Bad Boys franchise, but contrary and to Bad Boys, and Furious franchise. Best, Bad Boys is fucking, all three movies are dope, so I, I don't know how Transformers, if you add fucking robots, I don't know how that doesn't make it, you gotta put Will Smith in it, Martin Lawrence, that's how you make Transformers better. Yeah, that's true. I feel like that but, definitely crossed his mind at least once, to do a hey, crossover. I mean, we almost got like 21 Jump Street mixing with Men in Black, there's the apparent rumors of... Fast and the Furious mixing with Jurassic Park, so I mean, like they better do it now because now everyone wants to see it, and I am included in that. I need to see Dom Toretto racing around. Right. Right. No, he's gonna race. A, we, we, like that's what he would do it on the streets, and like the Tyrannosaurus Rex now has to get into a car, and he's gonna drive. <laughs> Or, or you know, Chris Pratt is trying to invade the crew. You know, he's let's go back to Fast and Furious One now. So he's trying to get in with the crew. He's trying to be cool. So he brings his Raptor and he races Dom Toretto. <laughs> but instead of instead of Chris Pratt joining, the Raptor is now part of the family. Chris Pratt is now feels exiled, and now he becomes the villain. And because he's homophobic. <laughs> that that's that's also why I feel like it has to be. Yes, Isn't that one. fucked up, you know, because of that church he's a part of now, Chris Pratt kind of like, I, he's still like, I don't know, it's hard to look past of how dope he was in Arrested Development, and then like, you know, he, in Guardians he was pretty good, but then you, then you know, a part about the church he's in, it's kind of homophobic, I'm like, damn, man, why you? You seem like, you're, you're part of the holy, like, quadruple of, like, Chris's, the holy Chris group, you know? Yeah. And he had to ruin it. That, that he's he's now at the bottom and you know chris pine's definitely doing a thumbs up because that raised him up in the chris rankings yeah chris, chris pine actually... hasn't come out as home we haven't found anything problematic no he's about to be in uh dungeons and dragons the movie uh, that's gonna be that, a thing then the, now the nerds are gonna love him so i mean i think some of them already love them he's in star trek star trek <laughs> but i i don't know also like i enjoyed those movies but i don't know if hardcore like trekkies probably didn't enjoy some of the aspects that maybe didn't like him so i haven't seen him i don't know hmm. any you i think is i feel like that's most of what i've seen you know is that yeah. most of what you've seen anything i think so like no i can't really think of any anything else no yeah me either so i think now we could talk about some uh talk about some low-key croissant that's gonna be that. I normally have transition music. That's why we got all these little little buttons. You know, you hear all this shit like. Bruh. But uh, I didn't know I didn't put any Loki thing, so uh, I'll put that. Or I like this one. This is one of my favorites. Look at the size of that ass. <laughs> Jr. just talking about Rikishi's cheeks. And I, I just love that you can kind of hear Rikishi's theme song in it. It slaps. It fucking I slaps. Mean, it does. And also kind of, because it's kind of related to WWE, I did just watch at least, I think, half of the Mick Foley biography on A&E. That's right. Those were a thing. I saw that one, and I fucking loved it. Because they also talk about, like, how he retires. Well, like, you haven't got to that yet, but they'll talk about how he retires. Then, you know, they mention about, like, him and TNA for a bit. I watched the Stone Cold one. 
that was really good. And I watched the there's the Dark Side of the Ring, great fucking series. Ah, that's it's it's really. I feel like good. because of Dark Side of the Ring now, like that's why like A and E is kind of getting like all these little documentaries yeah. and shit because they have some good stuff. Apparently, they even just came out with not through Dark Side of the Ring, but probably related. It's on Vice. They came out with a China documentary, so that's probably interesting too. Yeah, my only thing with A and E the documentary, it's not like. I, I don't think they'll go into anything that's going to make WWE look bad. Yeah. Like, that's, what, like, that's why Dark Tower Ring is so good, because it makes everyone look bad. Oh, Mainly it, WWE it literally does. Because of how terrible... Uh, like, he's an amazing businessman, but terrible human being Vince McMahon is. Yeah, it's funny. It'll sit... It, we're going on to the side direction. We'll, t- we'll do it. We'll do it for a second. Because uh, you talk about that. It's funny because around the same week, within just a week, A&E released the Ultimate Warrior documentary. But then also within that same time, the Dark Side of the Ring released the Ultimate Warrior Dark Side. And the like. his wife like hated it because of just how much it bashed him. I mean, honestly, it was... It, I didn't get to watch it. I've only read and heard some things. And honestly, it sounded like Ultimate Warrior. I mean, rest in peace. But like, it sounded like he fucking sucked. I mean, they literally, WWE came out with a whole DVD called The Ultimate Destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, and that one you could barely find anymore out there. Like, it's only you could buy it. I like, think I actually DVD. have it. Oh, shit. Because I think it was a part of like stuff that like Shane McMahon was like said my dad. Like, oh, we, yeah, we you, would just you got get, that like, plug. We do have that plug. Yeah, great great guy. Uh, but he Maybe I'll watch it when I come over 4th of July because I've been trying <laughs> to find it. Yeah, I, 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 found like a, I found like a 360 pixel version. I'm like, I can't watch 360 <laughs> pixels. Why am I a peasant? That's, like, yeah, that's, that's smell like broke up in here. <laughs> yeah. I just got a 4K TV. I ain't going down anymore. 1080p or nothing. But um, I haven't watched that. Because uh, I feel like, at least I, I think of this new season. I watched the Brian Pillman and the the North Korea one because they were just if you just looked it up on YouTube, you'd find it. But like it was hard to find YouTube links of like the new uh, Dark Side Ring. I don't know if they like cracked down or whatever, trying to just. I got you. I got you. not YouTube. Yeah. I got other ways. It was YouTube. Well, all right. I'm not I just, saying I, I just, got other ways, but I do. Or maybe I just, not. It's, it's just so easy to watch on YouTube when it's just right on the TV. Yeah, and then season one actually um, is uh, on is on yeah. Hulu. Yeah, I've so watched like, almost all of season one and two. Like, I'm probably gonna rewatch the the uh, New Jack one, R.I.P. New oh, Jack. That, but that one, that was probably my favorite one from last season because like it's good and bad. It's just because the dude was a crazy motherfucker. But ah, that it's oof. yeah. We could talk about this on some wrestling talk, then. <laughs> but um, Loki. Oh yeah, let me go back again. Croissant. Yeah. <laughs> um, Loki is the latest show to come out of Disney. It was it was like random when they were like, oh yeah, it's gonna release on a Wednesday, and then next thing you know, they're like, oh yeah, now all of our stuff will be releasing on a Wednesday. Um, so I was like, okay, I mean, middle of the week, I guess that's kind of cool. I mean, I mean, they do this shit in general on on like regular TV with shows and stuff like that. People just you know, get used to that in general. So I can live with it so far. I, I, Thursday, I finally watched it, but episode three. But so far, I want to say this is 
probably one of my favorites so far of uh, of all the shows. Apparently, it's going to be be the one that means the most. But also, it's so far, it's just been great. I I've always loved Loki, and the appreciation it's giving me for Loki again, it's it's huge. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, in the other episodes that I don't know if people listen who haven't listened. Uh, this is the one I've been most excited for because it's it's Loki. Loki has been probably, if not the be- overall, probably the best Marvel villain because he just stretches. He's been here since pretty much the beginning. Like Thanos, of course, is like he's not fucking fair and just amazing. But like Loki has been just so at the center of the MCU and just seeing all this and just in these three episodes alone, the way just how great Tom Hilston is as Loki and uh, literally the just chemistry he feels he gets with like literally anyone, but mainly Owen Wilson is just phenomenal really because of how just good he is as an actor. Oh yeah. I fucking love Owen Wilson and his chemistry with Loki. It's just so fucking good. Like, the first episode, we get, like, basically thrown right into, like, Owen Wilson and Loki stuff. And the chemistry is so fucking good. And Loki's being Loki. Owen Wilson is just... Owen Wilson, to me, his, his name is Morpheus. But he's Owen Wilson, to me. And he's so fucking just... It's it's so good. It's like a nice little, like, in a way, kind of like buddy cop situation going on here. Oh, yeah. But, um... I don't know. It's just off the first episode, like... It was a really strong first episode because here, like, you know, we're getting into like, not, we're getting, it's a time travel show, but at the same time, it's like a multiverse show because they're trying to like, the time variant agent, uh, agency is trying to like, you know, keep authority, time variant authority, authority? Yeah, authority. Yeah, authority. authority. Trying to keep the timeline, the sacred timeline in check because apparently the whole fucking I guess universe is just run by three fucking big dudes or Loki's like three lizard people. Uh, yeah. Which is funny. Cause like those, don't people say that the world is run by lizard people or the government is just a bunch of lizard people. Something Isn't that a like fucking that. thing? I yeah. Think so. so the point of the show is like, you know, this, the time, the TVA, they're, you know, in charge of time and shit. And Loki, you know, he got in trouble cause he fucking took the Tesseract and you know, he, he apparently should have done that. But it's also just funny when you look at it because like, the TVA, like, like when you think about it, they took Loki, but if anyone fucked shit up the most, it was like, look at Captain America. This man just lived his life and, you know, got to have his way with Peggy and shit. And they're like, oh, no, it was supposed to happen. Now, nah, oh. motherfuckers, you guys just that's pick and choose at this point. That's why then, like, it's kind of shown a little bit, or actually quite glaringly in uh, episode three, that the TVA is, are a bunch of lying motherfuckers. That they were like saying that like everyone that's an agent is like created by the timekeepers, but no, apparently they're fucking variants. Uh, at least the yeah. one that uh, Sylvie was controlling was from Earth, so she was a variant from Earth, and now she's a fucking agent that probably doesn't know shit that she was. Uh, like the timekeepers, I don't know what they can do, but they can just fuck with you. That's right. They just let things happen. They just, of course, Loki is probably one of the most well-known beings in the universe. So they just, I get, want to try to control him in some way. I feel like that's what 
Uh, they want to control him, and all Loki is about is not being wanting to be controlled. He wants to be. He wants, control. yeah, exactly. And like, it's funny because, like, yeah, like you mentioned Sylvie, aka Lady Loki, and like she was like, yeah, like I had to go into like thousand years of like memories to get to this one. I'm like, whoa, like they're like, yeah, like they took her from years and years ago, which is also like thousands of years, like. It's so interesting just at what point did she take her from? Because, I don't know, time, like, it's just so interesting how it runs there. Like, just now we're in 2077 for the latest episode, and, you know, they go back and forth and everything like that. They were, um, they were in Pompeii. Yeah, they were in the fucking Pompeii. That was dope. That was some fun Loki. He's yeah. just literally, like, <laughs> like saying, like, in <laughs> nothing whatever. Matters. Nothing matters. You're all going to die, blah, blah, blah. That volcano's about to explode. He's throwing, like, fucking sheep around and shit, freeing them. But episode one was really good. Episode two was also really good. And then episode three, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, it's it's still good, but definitely it was, like, the filler episode. You know, if going back to if people remember when Greg, when we yeah. made fun of Greg about, oh, he's, oh, that's going to be filler, and it clearly wasn't. Like That'd be the, Bo- the Boba Fett episode. Yeah. <laughs> the complete opposite of filler. <laughs> <laughs> like this one was a hundred percent. I feel like you know it definitely adds on to the story because we learned some stuff. I don't feel not anything crazy groundbreaking happened besides like the uh, realization that these are also all variants. But um, I will say like that was a uh, that was a solid episode. Just uh, filler. It was that it was more like that was the big thing was kind of exposing the TVA. But it was it was great to see Loki interact with a Loki counterpart and how they're different they're like not kind of quote the inter the interview same same but different but <laughs> still same like they, they're both fucking like they fuck with people in different ways she knows how to do shit like pretty much that the test he Loki, mind control the, tech, the tesseract in the Avengers she can just do with her fucking hands and shit especially if apparently if you're a fucking like idiot or can be easily controlled she does it like that or she's got to do it uh use hard ways like she did to the tva agent uh if you're more i guess strong willed or whatever but i did enjoy the interactions that they had with each other and also learning that i guess it's comic accurate that loki is bisexual and like yeah it's pretty cool I don't know if you've been like if you figure this out because this has been mentioned before like Loki like in just also mythology in general but like it's still it's canon in like Marvel and maybe I think the MCU but like you know for example like Odin's horse that eight-legged horse Loki gave birth to that horse that's that's pretty hot and that wolf that uh that wolf that's in Ragnarok Either he gave birth to that wolf, or that's his pet wolf. I'm pretty sure he also like something or another. Is the the wolf is also by Loki? <laughs> hey, you know. Uh... I think in Greek mythology, at the very least, and possibly also yeah. in like Marvel comics and shit. But yeah, Loki's Loki's a freak. <laughs> yeah, obviously, I mean, like she said, well, there was princes and princesses. You know, he was just you know he was just doing his thing. He also had some oddly, like, odd chemistry with, like, lady version of him. Because at one point, I'm like, oh, yeah, are they going to fuck? Like, he definitely, uh, he definitely got a fact, boner for the lady version of him. He, he did. She, she ain't about too. it, but he, oh, <laughs> Greg, 
very much did. Greg very much went over the weekend saying, oh, oh. she's pretty. I, I I didn't really look at her at first in the second episode, but, but he, she's pretty. But he, act like, it's, it's literally, it's just funny that, like, literally any, pretty much any girl who is uh, so hot. But, <laughs> Greg's but, uh, a great guy, a, you know? It's, it's, he's, he's in a perpetual state of just getting bonked, yeah. <laughs> Of, That's also one of my favorite noises. <laughs> <laughs> but also, hey, Greg's a great guy. He thinks every woman is fucking hot. You know, yeah. all women are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, <laughs> now you get bummed. <laughs> but, okay, if I could think, favorite thing about episode one, I'm going to say there's a lot. Episode one is still probably my favorite one right now. Episode one, maybe just the whole Loki going through like uh, the check-in, and like my, I think my favorite moment was like the guy was like, "All right, you're gonna go through this thing, figure out if you're a robot or not." He's like, <laughs> "He's like, wait, what do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, like you know, if you go in, like if you're a robot, you're gonna get fried right mm-hmm. completely." He's and he's like, you're, you're, "You should be fine." And then Loki's like, "Wait, what if I don't know if I'm a robot?" Yeah, or exactly. <laughs> That's a very like interesting question because like how you you don't know until you know I guess. And, that, and the same that. thing, it kind of gets like if you want to get meta, like you know we don't know if we're all just fucking robots or just living in a simulation, all that's fucking meta shit. Like and then even for Loki, like Loki thought he was just like some fucking dude on Asgard. Turns out he's just a fucking frost giant. You know mm-hmm. he got adopted. He's a fucking blue dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. I did enjoy that whole, and then the line where it's the guy, oh. that guy doesn't take the ticket, Loki yeah. does, and Loki, luckily he does take a ticket or he would have got fucking zapped, vaporized or whatever, <laughs> and just, yeah, just seeing, his, and like seeing that whole like uh, the Miss Minutes thing was enjoyable, like pretty much just explaining the entire TVA and the sacred timeline type stuff, like that's like, that was nice because like, it was an enjoyable way of literally just them telling you everything without having to be like, it was like all at once, but enjoyable. Cause it was just like a little fucking like clock telling you what's happening. And it's the, it's a woman that has voiced Harley Quinn, Timmy Turner, Tara uh, Strong, Tara Strong, which I mean, she's, she's done so much. So, and I think, uh, one of the powder power puff girls, but I don't know which one. She was bubbles. I'm pretty bubbles. sure. Bubbles. Yeah, but uh, I had my favorite. I enjoyed episode one a lot, and I think yeah, it is my favorite uh, of the three so far. It's Loki just looking at everything that's happened, or that's a that hat is hat. Yeah, going to happen to going to happen to him is holy fucking shit! Like what's wow. cool? What's cool about that is like you know the Loki that we get in. Endgame when that steals the Tesseract, you know, that's the Loki that never learned any of his lessons and shit. And and that moment, he basically learned them all. He like learned everything that fucking happened to him right there. I actually saw um, I cut you off, but I'm gonna explain this one thing. I don't know if you know this. Apparently the writers or whoever who directed that scene or made that scene where he's like learns everything about himself. He emulated that off of the Buzz Lightyear scene from Toy Story 1 where Buzz realizes he's a fucking toy and not an actual space ranger. So that was cool. But, like, that's just what I love about fucking movies and shows is, like, the fucking storytelling and the art about it. That was a cool, like, those, those scenes basically parallel each other in what they're doing for the character. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's just, like, 
Like he he was like especially when they show him dying, like he has a oh shit like look on his face, kind of like how Buzz did when he found that he was a fucking toy. <laughs> I mean that's all going a little off. That's one of the best parts of Toy Story when then he realizes that and then becomes a fucking drunk pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> that, God, yeah. I, but that was that was definitely a good scene like him just experiencing and all he fucking takes his seat finally like jesus you know what and, like and then see like it's really just seeing uh him interacting with thor and like how you can see how happy he is that like they so they to, were like fi- they were finally like brothers. they were finally brothers like that's yeah. what they really were and it was that's why, and then he just sees him get fucking ended, and whew, holy fucking shit. And, like, that just changed his entire thing, where he was just trying to get the fuck out of the TVA, and then, I guess, he, like, he just, realization that, holy shit, all this, like, I gotta do something. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> Especially, because, like, now this Loki kind of, like, learned the lessons that he should have learned, that he will eventually learn. I, I kind of got them all right there, in a way. And, like, it was cool to see, like, you know, we, throughout the couple of years that we've had Loki as a character, we've seen him, like, kind of grow and develop. And you could tell, like, for example, in The Dark World, when his mom dies, he was fucking ruined, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he was sitting there, and he just was ruined and shit. And, like, you could see, like, throughout the show in this in this first episode, like, he really cared about his mother. And even mm-hmm. in this third episode, too, now, he was talking about his mother, how she was the one that showed him, like, all this magic and stuff like that. Like, she really cared about him. He always had the issue of Odin. But, like, mm-hmm. she, but also, you then also see when Odin, like, leaves and dies, quote-unquote, like, you also see he, like, the tugs on the heartstrings for Loki. So it's like, oh, Loki just, he just wants to be loved, it looks like, you know? This, don't like, don't he's we just, all. He, like, just a misunderstood dude, and just, he's trying to find a, like, he's only evil because he doesn't know what else to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically what I got from episode one. He's like, he does all this shit because, like, it's the only thing that makes him feel, like, normal or in control basically is how he like kind of describes or at least how i took that no yeah because i mean his whole life has been pretty much at like avid control being adopted indoor shadow indoor shadow like he wants power he wants control and like uh that's why like episode one was just a great way to like it was by far the like better than the way uh wandavision and uh falcon and winter soldier started because it was just it was just such an emotional level that that's why like they both of those can compete with loki at uh exactly their series as it did it gave us so much too like i definitely say like the way each series so far has started it worked for that specific show but in terms of the grand scheme of things yeah loki was definitely top of the line for like a first episode mm-hmm. when i think about episode two also that was just a great follow-up to it and i blew my mind when she uh, lady loki actually fucking bombed the fucking timeline she literally fucking destroyed it all everything went to fucking you know disarray oh, that's a nice word and yeah. just, it was just it was crazy to just to think about all the stuff that was going on and then also I think also in a funny scene, just seeing, like, when Lady Loki's taking control of all these people's bodies and shit, she gets, like, that lumberjack dude that's yeah. beating the shit out of Loki. That whole scene was pretty funny. 
Yeah, and then I think some guy just named Randy or something. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but it was just like a generic, like just, just white a dude. name. Yeah, it's just. Uh, like I said my favorite part of that episode was just probably just the beginning where she controls the TV agent and they just start blasting. Uh, I need a hero because that that's just a bop. Oh yeah, that was that was a bop. <laughs> Maybe because of Shrek too. <laughs> that's why I've seen a lot of TikToks are saying that like that's the greatest uh, scene in cinematic history, and I tend to agree. Uh, I mean, what other scene has has Shrek on top of a giant gingerbread man trying to storm exactly. a castle like that? Wow! What other movie wow. has something like that? <laughs> wow! Nah, I need a hero is blasting like that. It's it has everything drama action you know it's that's what shrek shrek 2 masterpiece hell yeah i kind of hope they drop more shreks again it's been a long time yeah they need to mike myers don't got that much going on i feel <laughs> he does have a new thing coming out on netflix he does have a show right yeah he does mm. have a show coming out um but yeah episode two just like you know we get lady loki so that was cool and also i really enjoyed and i hope we get to see a little bit more. It was dope just to see the different variations of Lokis and different yeah. timelines and shit like that. Like, there was a massive fucking buff Loki. There was just random Lokis. Like, that would be cool to see, like, more ver- variations of Loki. One looked like I, like he looked like he won the Tour de France or something. I don't know if it was yeah. like Lance Armstrong Loki or something like that. Like, it just looked like some weird shit. It looked like there was one that was him as a frost giant, so probably one where he wasn't taken by odin or whatever and yeah. was a, just a just a blue fucker that was pretty cool and um i fucking love that he was um shit i'm forgetting i'm drawing a blank now this happens a lot in the podcast where like i know what it is but i forget the name um the dude on the plane oh, Do you remember? Uh, oh what's it you were db cooper db cooper i fucking love that he was db cooper but i wish that was something we would have gotten to actually like experience more and like see him with that because he loses. apparently he becomes an actual person called db cooper you know who fucking hijacks the plane steals the money and then fucking vanishes and no one ever figured out what happened to db cooper and i love how they kind of like retcon that by it's like oh yeah that was just loki and he was like yeah. he lost the bet the door and he had to fucking go steal some money but um I kind of wish that oh, we, that I was like I, I'm, I still like the show, but I still wish like what I, people initially thought was just like Loki literally going in different points in time and just manipulating just shit, fucking... and, like literally just doing the whole DB Cooper scene. That would have been fun as like an entire episode, honestly. Hmm. Just him fucking shit up. I mean that that would be great, but I mean what what they're doing now is uh, it's pretty, and especially the second second episode was. Like, it just solidified how great Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston were together. Especially that whole fucking, like, we, we mentioned the Pompeii scene and also the scene of uh, Loki talking about Ragnarok, where he's just using a salad and shit. Oh my god, just to fucking salt him to pepper, yeah, fucking just, throws some milk in there and shit. Just fucking up Owen Wilson's lunch. And the, the uh, and Pillboy's lunch, too. Dude, Pillboy. I love Pillboy. Pillboy is uh, from The Good Place. Great show. And I, his, his name in this show is Casey. Yeah. And he's basically like apparently just a dude that was created 
And, like, that's the other thing. We kind of mentioned it already. The TVA apparently just created all these people but uh, to work for them. But turns out they're all just variants. But Casey, he's, like, in that first scene with him and then he meets Casey or whatnot, he's he's like, I'm a fucking I'm a slit you like a fish yeah, or something. Right, yeah. He's like, and what, what's a fish? Because yeah. <laughs> he doesn't fucking know shit. But, yeah, Casey, Pillboy, great stuff. Yeah. And that whole lunch scene was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and also saying we we need uh, Moby, uh, uh, Mobius needs needs a jet ski. He, he loves jet skis. Dude, if Loki doesn't get him a jet ski, because <laughs> Loki has to get him one, and just that's yeah. how they become bros. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's how like, the that, that it's uh, the next season or series is Loki and Mo, uh, Mobius. Going <laughs> fucking shit. Water <out>. adventures. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that was that was definitely cool. Just a really fucking solid episode. And then episode three came. Still really good episode. It doesn't live up to set episode one or two. I will give it that. I will say it's the weakest one, but still really good stuff because then we get to see just Loki, you know, fooling around. That whole fucking scene with him. They were on a train or something, right? Whatever the yeah. hell they were on. Like him just fooling around, singing. He did the fucking classic yeah. Thor. Like, ah, bring me another. another. Fucking throws a glass. That, that, was, <laughs> like, that was perfect. That was great. Um, just his interactions. Kind of, we get to know more of like Lady Loki, Cell, Cella, uh, Sylvie, Sylvie. We understand she hates fucking being a Loki and shit like that. She wants to be her own thing. Um, that was just, it was cool getting to see more of that and just also seeing how she like how she ended up getting into the brain of that TVA agent that mm-hmm. in episode two that we saw, she basically fried. She was scared out of her fucking mind. We didn't see the scary part really of like how it fucked her, but we saw the part where it just, she got manipulated. Yeah. And again, like honestly, what's been great about all three episodes is how they've opened up, like how they opened up this one. Like it was just fucking Sylvie and the TVA agent just, having margaritas and shit and like you're like what the fuck is happening and how you slowly realize this is how she was controlling her and how she found out all like the information about the tva and the fucking how to find the uh timekeepers and shit that was possibly i possibly my favorite i i i'm trying to think what was my favorite part of of episode three so i mean i did enjoy uh, Loki getting hammered on the train. Except that was like, good. Like he was saying, like that. I, she was like, "You were getting drunk." Like, no, no, I wasn't. No, he definitely was. He was. He was feeling himself. <laughs> I thought it was just funny how um, when they're trying to make up a make up a plan to get onto this train, and Loki, like you know, he changes his disguise to look like one of the fucking guards, and he's like, he has the most like I'm lying, like I'm yeah. lying voice ever. Like, oh, yeah, we're just or- getting on board. This is from the top of the top command or whatever. Yeah. You know, from the top authority said to do this i'm like you're saying the most like clearly you're lying shit ever and you're supposed to be one of the best liars ever like what the hell i just just love how like he just such a like mono monotonic and like robotic voice and like they seem like just normal people like he he didn't need to be like go that over the top and we're just like yeah we we don't need tickets and then it's like what what the fuck you doing and that's why the fucking like jedi mind trick him almost (laughs) but 
that was um that was probably one of my favorite parts of the episode and just like yeah him getting drunk and then you know the the kind of like yeah it was like a fight scene yeah the fucking karate they were pulling off at the end to try and get the fuck out of there just mm-hmm. for the arc to get destroyed and now yeah. it's like i'm still waiting for loki to be like ah, i'm just kidding i never dis- like it never broke yeah it's a, I, I wonder how they're gonna do this because it looks like like of course oh they're both gonna die they're, they're, they're not but like how are they gonna make this yeah how the fuck did they get out of here like maybe the TVA finally catches up with them. I, I feel maybe. like that's that should make sense because like that they're gonna need. I have a feeling they're gonna need both of them. So it would just. I know and Wilson uh, can't be uh, that uh, fucking boom. dumb. Just <laughs> thought of it. How it shows up is like, oh, they're lost. You look out, and all of a sudden you see water, and there's Mobius in a jet ski. On a jet ski, <laughs> kind of like that scene from Tiger King Tiger with King, the dude yeah, on the, the jet ski. The moment they mentioned jet ski in that, I imagine that scene right there, just that dude from Tiger King on the jet ski. Uh, also, anytime with jet skis now, I think of the the, the family guy where uh, that episode that we love, the the Olive Garden one. Oh where, yeah, when they join the Coast like, Guard. When he's like, they're trying to jump on the, the boat, and like everyone's like, Peter, Peter, we gotta jump, we're gonna jump the boat. He's like, No, no, I'm gonna take this jet ski, and like everyone's like. No, no, no. We just need to. We just. It's right here. We don't. And like, he just goes to a kid and starts just beating the shit out Beats of him. the shit out of him for the jet ski. <laughs> Throws the jet ski and just. And like, I don't know if it's Joe or like Quagmire. He's like, you just wanted to ride the jet ski. Yeah, I just wanted to ride the jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. I fucking. Oh, Family Guy can talk about that forever. Also, that I just mentioned. Apparently, Tiger King is going to get a season two, and Carol Baskin says she doesn't want to be on it. That fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, because they're probably going to dive deeper in how she killed her husband. Yeah, honestly. Oh, man. Um, so, overall, Loki fucking slaps. Sad that there's only three fucking episodes like left. Like We're, at, we're already at the halfway point, and then we're not going to get, well, the next Marvel thing that then pops up is Black Widow. And then, I guess then is What If? And then Shang-Chi? I guess uh, that's, like, the upcoming yeah, list. Yeah. I think that's pretty much... And then it's... I mean, then it gets to fucking some serious shit with Spider-Man. Doctor All Strange. the Spider-Man shit. Oh, my God. Doctor Strange. Oh. So, overall, I, I think that's that's all I got left to say about Loki for now. And then, you know, after this, we'll go back to each episode. We'll review, like, the next mm-hmm. two, three episodes, we'll review it. And then we'll maybe get, like, a whole episode where we uh, do, a, like, a breakdown and everything. But we kind of just did a halfway breakdown. Yeah. So maybe we don't need to. Who knows? I'll think about it. Whatever is interesting. If you guys are listening, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts on Loki? Uh, I just think the thing that just pops into my head is this has just lived up to all my expectations. And I had some... I. I was excited for this when it first was announced and then seeing WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier, I've said like this this is gonna be fucking amazing. Like it has to be now and it's it's lived up to those expectations because it's 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 honestly because of how great Tom Hiddleston is as Loki and I hope this is like I hope this just sets up that Loki will remain in the MCU in a way and yeah he'll continue because we I think we just need that at this point. I'm really hoping because it's confirmed, like without a doubt, WandaVision was just a miniseries. 
I can't recall if it's confirmed also that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just a miniseries, but at the same time, they're making the new Captain America movie, which is basically an extension. I hope Loki gets a season two or something like that, you know, because at some point they're going to need to do more of these. And I feel like Loki probably offers the best one. I mean, it might. Who knows now if everything we'll get to, we'll know once season, I mean, episode six happens. And then I guess the multiverse of madness will then change things up. But like, I just want more Loki centered things because don't know. I don't even think he's involved at or at all in the Thor filming. He might be like, he might get a scene or two in there. I don't know. We don't really know what's going on there. Besides Chris Hemsworth is looking jacked as fuck. Uh, But um, I mean, I would love yeah. that they keep Loki around and just find more ways to get Tom Hiddleston out there. No, I mean it's they they got to do that because it's it just makes sense. I feel like somehow for him to be, come back and like that's why I feel like the show is setting up hopefully. And then maybe it's not just him. Then Sylvie becomes part of the MCU as well in a way. Yeah, she Pretty she's cool. been pretty cool so far. So overall, hopefully we get more of this stuff. And I'm looking forward to talking about episode four next week. I think uh, I think that's about it. Look at that. Don't know how long this episode went so far, but uh, hopefully it wasn't too long. Hopefully it was a good one for you guys to listen and enjoy. Uh, let's hit us with... Uh... Croissant! <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Let's hit us, hit us up with the... Well... <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, that is Project Kayfabe Episode 1, Version 2. You know, we're trying again. We're doing it more. I don't know. We're figuring it out. Um, the podcast, you know, you can always check us out. We're available Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get a podcast, you can find us. On top of that, you can check us out on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Maybe go back to TikTok again, at Project underscore Kayfabe. And you can follow us on Twitter too. I'm at JoeBro316. And you're that Brian Brian Finn1015. You can follow us if you want. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Do whatever the hell you want. Hopefully you like the episode. Share it with your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell tell whoever you want, you know? Tell your dog. Tell your dog. Send us pictures of your dog. Mm-hmm. Send us your dogs. <laughs> anyway, that's about everything. Peace out, people.